guys, I'm back. I know it's been a minute. It's probably been a good little minute. Um, not really regular, um, but welcome back. Welcome back to the Gun Dog Notebook 2018. Um, I feel like that was my last episode uh, with Miles. I feel like that was definitely, definitely, definitely um, a good episode, and I got a lot of feedback off of it. And I kind of wanted to. Uh, bounce back off of that and like come with that fire you know um i had a couple of people lined up but certain things just don't necessarily um you know they're not working organically so uh you know i kind of just want to let them manifest as they are but i also took the time um and i want to use this time to just do a podcast by myself again um it's been a while since i did that and I want this to be just as much of a a notebook and like a field notebook and just as much as a sketchbook for me um, on the creative end of things. Um, And so having guests on and stuff like that is really, really, really cool. But, um, you know, there's an aspect of me that still needs to be there, you know, as far as you know, podcasts and as far as, you know, my presence. So I figured today I would use this time to just kind of, uh, you know, just talk and talk about the season. Um, you know, it's, it's been a very, very, very good season. And at the same time, I, uh, at the same time, I kind of, I, I had a lot to learn, um, and I did learn a lot. And everything I said I wanted to do first season, uh, especially out there with Ruger, I made it happen second season. I'm pretty sure, uh, I know I had a list. Um, it's probably in the first Gun Dog Notebook, because actually, technically, a uh, little trade secret. Um, each The Gun Dog Notebook is actually an, an actual notebook. Like it, It's a list of things and ideas and and a compilation of different things um, that I work on and some of my thoughts, personal, some training, it's kind of everything. So I had a list of things in um, the first Gundog Notebook that I wanted to accomplish um, that transitioned over to the second one. Um, So let me tell you about the Gundog Notebook, actually, like the the real one, Um, because I don't think I ever really went into where this whole name came from so the gundog notebook was totally inspired by um me not really knowing a whole lot about um you know training a gundog because i never done it up until ruger like there was a an effort prior before but i wouldn't really count that um but um, with Ruger, I wanted to take notes on what what all he was doing and how I was improving and, and, and how I was improving as a trainer. So it just made sense to me because I take a lot of notes anyway to get an old black and white composition notebook. You know, the one with the kind of camo looking pattern on the front, but it's not camo. It's composition notebook camo. I think I'm gonna coin that composition notebook camo. 
but um it was a way for me to document that whole this whole journey and I liked title I figured it, it made sense and so my dog training ambitions haven't gone away but transitioned over into me actually documenting the process all while still training dogs so red clay canine training ended up um kind of having a subsidiary type deal which is the gun dog notebook and i want to do more media and creative stuff with the gun dog notebook and keep my red clay um you know just as my training program and i've had you know minor success but some success with that too um so going back to the gun dog notebook so it became this you know way more creative endeavor well i also like podcasts and i also like to talk i can't i don't think that you can like podcasts and i mean like or not like to talk but like to have a podcast I, that you know i'm honestly out here because i felt like well somebody else other than my wife would probably want to listen to this as much as she actually does want to I figured, you know, this information could go somewhere out into the Digiverse. Um, but honestly, it's also not a lot of black folk doing it. And I, I mean, yeah, I'll go down the race card. It's just not a lot of us out there, you know, in the media doing it. I'm sorry, y'all. It's not a lot of us out there in the media doing it. So... It, the gundog notebook was kind of like you know a way to just bridge that gap for me um it was definitely a way for me to bridge that gap and um that's paper guys sorry um and i kind of wanted to be in the game you know like I really, really, really just wanted to be a part of the gundog world. So, because it's cool to me. Um, it's really, really, really fascinating to me. And it's something constructive that I can do with just my dog. It's one of those things where if ain't nobody else going to be out in the freezing fucking cold and, you know, trying to shoot birds out of the air on my spare weekends because I'm a teacher and I'm already crazy anyway. Um, I'm a teacher and an artist. So I think I can call myself crazy or something like that. Good Lord. Um, I don't know how I ended up signing up for those two positions. Um, well, life kind of dictated the art thing. And so I like to translate it. I like to translate things that I do in the art. And the gun dog notebook was the way for me to do it. So, just having an old composition book and just honestly writing down my thoughts, everything. It's like the most honest thing for me. So then, like I said, I like to podcast and I listen to Ron Bames' Hunt Dog Podcast and Tyler Webster's, um, what was the Western Wing Shooters, now the Birds, Boots, and Buds podcast. Um project upland i'm like name dropping and stuff don't you like that so uh that means i know my stuff so i uh you know i wanted to be like those guys i really did 
And I have this awesome Labrador who, hell, has taught me more than I've probably taught or, hell, untaught at this point, taught him. And honestly goes out there and busts his butt and at least tries to make me proud of him every day. Even if he doesn't accomplish anything, I'm proud of him every damn day because he goes out there and does his damn thing. And he comes from good, from a good litter. Everything about getting him felt good. So I really just wanted to document that whole process. Um, and then, so what happened is I end up like meeting people. It's what happens when you talk. You just get out there and the law of attraction, you want something bad enough, it just comes. And uh, when it comes, just be ready for it. And so, you know, hunting dogs came because I've been wanting to do it. I'd always seen my friends do it in uh, high school and uh, even a little bit of middle school. I went to private school and so, shit, their parents were allowing them to do it. So I figured, why the hell, you know, one day I want to be able to do it myself. Um, Then I got this crazy old Labrador and I named him Ruger because... Shit, that was my first uh, my first gun, a Ruger uh, LCRX, three and a half inch uh, revolver, and I named him Ruger because he was just, he's just tough. Like Ruger guns are just tough ass guns. They just made well. So you know that's kind of how all of that transpired. I don't I, maybe I jumped in circles a lot. I often do that, but. You know, the Gundog Notebook is an art for me. It's an art just as much of it as it is a uh, a, a development of skill and, and uh, you know, outreach and meeting people and going out hunting and shooting birds. Like, it's so much bigger to me. And there's way more that I want to do with it. Um, it's just a matter of that time, you know... It's, it's just a matter of being prepared for the time, you know, when, when it, when I am supposed to do more with it. But right now I just want it to flow organically and I don't ever want to feel pressured to, uh, to produce. So I kind of took some time off because I wanted it because everything up to this point in my podcast, um, has been just growing really organically. Um, and I've got some possible new features that are really cool coming up. I just want to solidify things with them. Um, but it's got to be right. You know, it's, it's definitely got to be right. And I, and I want to be behind whatever it is that I do. Also, the Gundog Notebook ended up proving to me that, you know, I was going to learn more in the Gundog Note, in the in just the dog world, um, even outside of Gundogs. And that's uh, you know, with miles and his performance dogs. So it's, it's just really cool to me. I have all of these connections and I'm learning something that I didn't grow up with. Like, you know, these are two things that I can legitimately say art and my dogs that I went and did myself. Like nobody can take that away from me. Um, and that's self, that, that maybe that's not selfish. I don't know, but 
my artwork and my dogs and I'm, I'm finding ways to integrate them you know through my sporting art and things like that so it's all just one big crazy ride it's all one big crazy ride so I also wanted to just talk about um, the season up to this point this is season two um this is season two of the Gundog Notebook, which is Ruger's second season. We're going, you know, literally chronologically. And like I said, everything I wanted to do ended up happening. But also, I got a chance to really, really see a puppy, you know, work his way through puppyhood. And also, um, a novice trainer like myself work my way up into being somewhat knowledgeable about what it is that I'm doing, at least enough to somebody would trust me to train their other dog. And, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily hunt a whole, whole, whole hell of a lot over the entire duration of the season. Because, like, the whole month of December, I did not hunt. I mean, we did some training, but it was just busy. I mean, hell, I just could not get out there to hunt. So, but November did. November I did. October I did. September, you know, just training, hunt, training, hunt, training, hunt. Um, and I got on my first duck shoot. Um, <coughs> and... You know, I, I went out and Ruger got his first wild quail. Like, I, I it was a textbook. Um, I will not forget. Like, they say that, you know, Ron Bame always mentions, like, if there's one, uh, one scene or one memory you have, and if I don't ever remember that, like, you know, you know, it's, it's time for my clock to get punched. Um, that scene for me is Ruger retrieving his first wild quail. And we do so, I think it means so much to me. And that might be my favorite game bird because we do so much pen, pen raised quail training. I've got a pen and everything and they're beautiful birds to me. Number one, um, they're awesome on the grill, but number two, for him to do that, the bird tried, you know, it, it was like a movie, like the bird tried to sneak around us, you know, behind my back heard his wings beating and uh you know i end up turning around shooting a bird it's about 30 40 yards out ruger go and it downs ruger goes picks up the retrieve retrieves it to hand all the way i mean holds it too long enough for me to get a photo like it was just textbook man and i will not I, I won't forget that so you know, it's moments like those up in Kansas. Like, now I'm going to go to Kansas every year. Like, every year I'm hunting. Uh, you know, there's so much wild uh, wild game and public land out there. And just coming into those realizations, like, coming into the hunting world, you know, with my feet all the way in and basically learning and doing my thing man like that that's a really 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 good feeling especially when you take a dog and train it yourself 
I've trained plenty of other dogs, but it ain't shit like training a gun dog, man. Like, it's really not. Totally different relationship. Ruger's old knucklehead, too. But, you know... It, it, it is what it is. Like, he's a good dog. He's very good. Very dis- very disciplined, actually. Um, real cool. And a hell of a hunter. I mean, nobody's gotten around him. And I'm not trying to... You actually, shit, is my podcast. I, I can toot my own damn horn um, and brag a little bit. But... You know, Ruger's a shit. Like, nobody that's been around him has been like, oh, your dog, like, ain't gonna be much worth of nothing. Like, no, like, he's a he's a solid hunter. I mean, he is. Very, very, very powerful dog. Very strong, like, he's young, full of energy. And Lord know that dog got an angel over his back, I tell you that now. So... season two is good like it's almost like tv shows and stuff like that where like i can't wait to season three like the build-up you know it's 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 literally like the walking dead like all-out war like bruh just get to the build-up and season three is going to be like the big boom like next year next season come September, October 2018 season 3 of the Gundog Notebook like I, I expect him to uh, just be so much more powerful, so much stronger further marks you know, crisper cleaner you know, finished out I don't know, maybe, maybe not shit I'm novice, but he's doing pretty damn good from what I understand. So, if he's not finished, I mean, cool. I enjoy the ride. I enjoy the process. I don't, you know, I'm I'm not, I don't know what my standard of finished is. Because, especially with my dog, at least, like, at w- one day, he's like rock star, perfect. Next day, he might, might, you know come a little short on a crispy retrieve or something like that to hand you know just little things like that so i don't necessarily call that finish like i mean if you understand all of the stuff in hell i'm still learning terminology sometimes you know field test terminal field trial terminology and you know everything like that it's just kind of like it's all just a big world to me but it's working and i hope i'm just the most motivated individual out there uh and if not you know, damn close. Because this is something that I'm really, 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 really enjoying. And to me, don't matter if I got if I don't ever make a dime off of it again. Like, I don't know. I just keep getting out there doing it. And it's also because every damn day your dog wakes up like ready to get it with you. You know, just ready to go. And, and that's why I like having these podcasts to myself like with just me and the listener because it now I get a chance to open up with you you know 
now you guys get to really, really, really understand, hopefully understand like how deep this goes for me as far as, you know, gun dog training. I mean, like 2018 is going to be a good year for dog training. We, we, uh, gonna link up with old south uh hunt and retriever club this year work on some hunt tests you know i said i was gonna do that that was on the list and, and it's, it's gotta happen so you know even just to talk about that like where my expectations lie for that uh right now we're working on you know getting re, uh ruger line drills to the pile to the back pile you know um and just extending them and making them further and further and further and getting him to, to be a little crisper on his stops, stop the whistle, so on and so forth. Um, then work our way up to the T the drills. You send your dog forward to the back pile, left, over, right, over. You know, basically you just make a T with your dog on the field. Um, and, eat, you know, at each point it's a retrieve. So, anywho. Um, you know, I think we can accomplish that in the next few weeks. Um, I'm getting, I've got a few more supply, you know, supplies um, for them. And, you know, we even got a, a pheasant shoot coming up on January 27th, next weekend. Um, hopefully I can get a pretty good podcast um, in on that one. If so, it is who I think I got in mind. Um, it's gonna be good, like, yeah, it's gonna damn sure be good, so, uh, anywho, damn, I got off track, uh, this pheasant shoot is gonna be good, like, that's all I'm trying to say, it's really, 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 really gonna be good for Ruger, um, you know, and then birds gonna be moving, my buddy Josh gonna get out there with me, um, up at South Fork Hunting Preserve. And we just gonna do the damn thing. I I'm likely going to do more handling than shooting, like straight up. I'm gonna get my fair share of shooting in, but I just wanna make sure that Ruger is it's a good opportunity to make sure that Ruger is in place and doing what he needs to do on marking well. Especially because he ain't never seen no pheasant before. So we're working with a dock and uh Tom Dockin, uh retriever dummy. Um, the the pheasant. Cause I have like the docking uh dead fowls. I got like two of the quail, the dove, the mallard, uh and the pheasant. And a little duck for when he was a pup and I was trying to do retrieves with him. And I really like them things. You know, I can put the scent on them too, the little wax scent. So we're working with that and pheasant uh, wax scent. And, uh, you know, just kind of getting him adjusted to it. And he, he snaps in pretty well. And I want to do, you know, some of those drills uh, pretty soon. Start getting poppers and working, you know, working with them that way. Bring the gunfire aspect back into it, into training. Uh you know, just little things like that. You know, and all of the trainers that I've been around, like, this whole time and everybody that's been on the podcast, they've all taught me something different and unique about 
training a dog. Well, the, and most of it, honestly, was more internal than it was external. What I mean by that is less handling and more shutting the fuck up. Or less dog error and more user error. And, and you know, it's things like that. Or, you know, just learning how, you know, learning, hell, even learning that you need birds to train a bird dog. Like, literally, that was a pretty huge step for me. Um, that was a pretty huge step for me. Um, so, you know, the transition into like, oh, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to train dogs. I've been doing this for a while, but now I got this gun dog and, you know, I want to do something with it. The transition from that idea to the actual act of accumulating everything in it, 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 that entails training a gun dog. Like, that transition has been very interesting. Like, enjoying the process of that. Definitely a huge transformation. So, you know, I just got to appreciate everybody that has supported me also in that endeavor. I just really do. Uh and so now my next dilemma, and maybe it's just a, a, a thing where I need to kind of stay quiet about because I haven't, again, the decision isn't happening organically um, like Ruger did. My next gun dog, like, of course, I, I already want a second one. Like, hell yeah. I was actually going to work on getting one this year, but I'm getting married, man. So I can't quite get a dog just yet. Not a not a second one. Um, you know, and it's all good. It's definitely you know something that that can wait. And you know, definitely something that can wait. But 2019 is is the year that I'm actually planning on getting a dog, and I really don't know like what the next dog is like do i want another another lab honestly and not and and my top choice for another lab is a pointing lab yes don't care what nobody say about it that shit's interesting to me and also just thinking real about it i can get another lab and with a high point drive is one uh it's a few kennels that I'm looking at. Good bit of ways from here, but we'll work we'll work that out. Um a pointing lab, I mean, hell I already like Labradors a whole lot. Ruger is awesome. So you mean to tell me I can get another of the same dog and it's just gonna point now? Oh, well, I did want a pointing dog and I don't really have to switch it up too much. Okay. 
A pointing lab sounds really intriguing to me. I want to learn more about it. I honestly do. And so I keep resorting back to that, but then, you know, that that's like my default. So I want a pointing dog, though, and I done thought about a Brock Francais, a Brock DeVern, uh, a Brock Dovern, I think is what it's called. And, uh, a German short hair pointer, even a Drothar. I'm definitely thinking about those options in a pointer. But again, I'm just kind of like, well, shit, I like my lab, though. I mean, it's very good dog to train, very easy dog to train, um, very malleable dog. I mean, I make, you know, I, I think that I make more mistakes than I probably realistically do. I mean, I'm, I'm just very tough on my, my own training. So I need a dog that I can correct you know, to, to, you know, I'm, yeah, man, I mess up. It happens when you're training dogs. Um, and the more you do it, the better you get. So a dog that I can kind of, you know, mess up and, and it not totally destroy the whole program. That's the kind of dog I'm looking for. Lab was it, you know, in that ballpark. You know, now I hear about wire hairs. They're the same thing from what I understand. I hear a lot of good stuff about that. Um, and some of these continental breeds like the Francais and the Dove, uh, from what I understand, they're very, 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 very good family dogs, lower, you know, milder in manner but, you know, don't necessarily handle like a lab or, you know, a wire hair. And so it's things like that that I hear. And I kind of want to do some more research and looking. And so my decision hasn't necessarily been the most organic. And watch in 2019, I mess around in with another lab. Watch. And I don't care what nobody say, how many of them it is out there. When you get one, it's just like, it's just like my damn Remington 870 that I hunt with now super mag and my 1500 like those are two things that I know gonna work if don't shit else work that Remington 870 and my Dodge Ram 1500 are gonna work that is how Ruger is that is how both of my Rugers are actually my pistol and my dog. They are that's four things that is gonna work regardless of the freaking apocalypse. And so having a lab again as more dog power in the field, and I know it's gonna work, I'm with it. And 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 the next time I can do better with the next dog like I'm just naturally gonna grow from those experiences so 
you know, it's all cool, man. It's all optimism and shit like that. Uh, you know, I, I just really, really, really appreciate the experiences that I've had uh, training these dogs, man, and just thinking about it on a day-to-day basis. I learned so much. That's why I keep it. That is why I keep the gun dog notebook. And I hope that one day it's found to be somewhat valuable. Not like monetarily, but like to some other trainer. Like maybe you just look through them. Because, I mean, honestly, it's a bunch of broken notes and logs and, you know, note. And just kind of a lot of thoughts and techniques and ambitions and goals and all kinds of stuff in there. But I hope that I contribute something positive to the gun dog world through this endeavor here. So with that being said, um, I just, I, I, I really want to thank the people that listen to my podcast and wait on it regularly. Um, if ever you want to be on the podcast, just talk, talk to me about dogs, whether it be, you know, one way of conversation or another. Hell, you mess around to speak Italian. I will figure out a way to chit chat with you about gun dogs because that's where I'm that's how I'm trying to be about all of this like I just really want to learn more don't matter who or where it come from and so that's how we gonna rock that man I really appreciate my followers and I see it around the world now and especially in like the UK that's kind of cool like I, I had some listens from there um I really appreciate that and it lets me know that there are other people out there willing to listen to something that I have to say and continue doing it the next time. That means a lot to me. Um, so thank y'all. Um, and also that my experiences with my dog though they may be extremely personal they mean something to everybody ever it seems that you guys are getting something out of these experiences so i can rock with that man uh i can definitely rock with that uh i hope you guys can share experiences with me like with your dogs if you want to write in or or uh you know communicate with me get on the podcast you got something interesting that you want to throw in there um just email me at red clay k9 training at gmail.com and i'll uh and k9 is just you know k in the letter and the number nine but uh yeah man i don't i want to like just continue expanding this and have unique conversations from people and and more personal experiences um and and learn more about what other people are doing and dealing with and and gaining insight you know 
from or however you do it in the gundog world um, and let me know when I when I where I have room to grow you know you guys listen to me and let me know what else you want to hear if you just happen to want to chime in it's all good so anyway thank you guys for listening um i'm gonna keep asking like support my patreon the gundog notebook um you know whatever you want to contribute that always just helps me keep the quality of the podcast alive uh and do it at a at a higher level So, Antihu, you guys have a wonderful, well, hell is 12.18 a.m., so wonderful morning, and, uh, yeah, thank you for listening to the Gundog Notebook, stay tuned. Uh, I, I'm I'm bringing you something good pretty soon. I promise you. Just stay tuned. Just rock with me for a second. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great morning, night, wherever the hell you are in the world. Until next time.